everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is part two of a two-part interview with Jeanette Huber, naturopath. You are definitely going to want to go back and listen to part one before you dive into this episode, so be sure and do so. Do you have, when you first have people who are coming in potentially to hire you and you're working with them, do they have a hard time believing like that food and lifestyle changes are going to do anything? It used to be like that when I was first starting and I've seen the, an evolutionary process through, you know, as I've grown and um, in my work and the practice, uh, so have my, the clients that I have, they, they've changed. They used to come in and be kind of resistant to doing, um, a lot of big, you know, because when you ask someone or if you suggest changing what they eat, um, that is really hard for a lot of people <laughs> because there's so much emotion and just um, people are just so conditioned to eat a certain way, even when they know it's bad for them. If they have been using certain foods to like place a, you know, feed these emotions, it's really hard to let go of that support system, that codependency. Um but I have seen people shift and what I mostly have now are folks who they're ready. They're ready to step forward. Um, sometimes they need someone to hold their hand a little bit and I'm always fine with that because I remember what it was like, but it's about trusting ourselves, learning to trust our body and understand that symptoms are not here to punish us. They're a form of communication. So it's it's a highly intelligent system in our body that's just trying to get our attention. Mm. And as I've grown and learned, now I'm attracting different types of people who come in and like they're really ready to do the work. And what's interesting about a lot of the foods you mentioned and gluten, I wouldn't consider one of these. I don't like gluten and I've had my own issues. That was a tough one for me to let go of myself, but it's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the foods, like when you think of those vegetables and certain fruits, you're like, that's supposed to be good for me. Like what, what is that? Like there, if you do a significant amount of healing work, and I don't mean that to sound like ominous or anything like that, but mm-hmm. um, through de- detoxification, there 
was like a limited amount that I could eat at one point. And now I've been able to reintroduce things that I was reactive to before. And I'm talking about like whole foods, not things that are processed or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you mentioned zucchini, like you may be able to reintroduce that later. Mm -hmm. Um, It's never like, oh, you can't have it for the rest of your life. Um, But the body reaches a point of saturation and that's when it starts to react to stuff that normally shouldn't be a problem for us. Um, So I have learned that, you know, if you can do some detox and heal and release there and, and just cleanse a little bit and reduce inflammation, you might be able to bring them back in. I'm really glad you brought that up because um, I do think people, uh, so the general public, if you will, they hear they hear words like detoxification and cleansing and they think, oh, is this like a Kardashian tea? Or they think, <laughs> you know, this is something weird and I'm going to be crapping my pants all day. And oh, yeah. People do think that. They it's do. Not like, it's not like that. <laughs> exactly. And, and on the other hand. Yeah. On the other hand, you brought up a a really good point and it took me a while to understand this because, and so I think a lot of people listening might also have this state of confusion. Like, like when you, for everybody listening, if you hear, I had this food sensitivity test and really what it's testing, um, this MRT leap test. Um, I don't know if I'm saying the title, right. It, It tests your food, your body's reactivity food. So it's not about allergies. This is not saying I'm allergic to these foods. It's saying when I have these foods, my body is reacting and creating inflammation. And, and I was like, I didn't really understand it till I talked to this woman who's actually going to be on the show on the podcast because she explained it so well. And two people in addition to you explained this, this concept of the saturation. And I think that's a really good way to describe it. Some people will use the bucket analogy. Whereas, so the way I look at it is it's like our bodies can only take so much of whatever we want, mistreatment, right? And that can be from any number of things. There are any number of things, combinations of things in our lives. And correct me if I, I want you to correct me if I'm saying this erroneously. So it can be birth control pills. It can be antibiotics. It can be a high stress life. It can be eating a lot of packaged foods or fast foods. You know, all of these things are contributing to like this kind of your body going, I don't like all of this stuff. You keep adding it. And then finally your body's in such a state of like, for lack of a better way of saying like bad health, right? Like it's on fire and you got to put the fire out. And once you put the fire out, you know, it's that, that's, you said it really well, but it took me a while to understand, like, why would zucchini, why would, why would a banana be upsetting to me? There's nothing bad about a banana, but it's not that it's the banana that's bad. It's that my body is in such a state of like, oh crap, we're on high alert. We don't want anything. Yeah. Yeah, It's like civil, (laughs) like think about the civil war going on in your stomach and anything that comes in, they're like, oh no, push it, push it out. Right. you got to calm down the war you know, clean things out, get your body back to a state of normal health. And then slowly but surely, yeah, you add those things back in and you see how your body reacts, but it's not like you never have to have those things again, but sometimes your body can get to the point where it's so sick underneath the surface. Mm -hmm. That's where detoxification and cleansing comes in. And it's not about, you know, having a colonoscopy over lunch it's, it's about cleaning things out, improving gut health. Is that, would, would you say that's a good way? Cause a lot of people, maybe that would be a good question to start wrapping things up with. Cause of course we're hitting mm-hmm. our time window. 
Yeah. Explain what detoxification and cleansing is to you. Um, well, there's the, the physical aspect of it with the body. So that's going to be the way I approach it is through uh, kidney support, liver support, usually some endocrine support. And when I say support, I use, I mean, either with herbals, like herbal formulas, plant medicine, or with homeopathic medicine. Um, there's ones also for the lymphatic system to help move it. So we're going to be accessing the lymphatic system, creating some movement there. Um, of course, the kidneys are the organs that are driving the whole process because they're filtering it and eliminating toxins through the urine. Um, and then for the bowels as well. So I'll usually bring in something to help with the digestion and make sure that stool's moving appropriately. There's healthy motility, um, consistency, shape, all of that. But uh, the food, it depends on the person. Some people, you know, I do see, for some reason, I've seen a lot of people recently with cancer. Um, and so we, we work a little bit more for them um, with the more astringent, like alkalinizing astringent foods like fruits with high water content. So those are going to be melons and citruses and grapes, things like that, that'll really come in and move out a lot of the stagnation, all that acidity that's been stored throughout the body. So that's what I do um, more customized, but I also like sauna. I use an ion cleanse. If you're familiar with the ion cleanse foot bath system, it's a, um, by a company called a major difference. I use that, have a couple of those in the office. Um, I really like those therapies for detoxification, but then there's also the emotional piece because I've found absolutely in my circumstance, but then everybody I work with, all symptoms in the physical body are a manifestation of blocked energy, stored emotions, trauma that we've been carrying with ourselves within ourselves that we haven't addressed. So it's now trying to come to light through the physical body to get our attention. When you address that, which you know we're able to do in holistic alternative health because we're looking at you know the aspect of that mind-body connection, relaxation, mindfulness, um, all of that, self-love, self-care. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, self-care. Yeah, very essential. I mean, very much so. And yeah, that's the, that's the full circle, full picture of how to detoxify and, in a nutshell. Um, th- no, that was really good. And I'm really glad that you brought you know, up the big picture. Truthfully, that's, that's when I think of the goal of what I want to do with this podcast. We were formerly a sh- called Fitfluential Radio when I was running Fitfluential, and that was really a fitness-focused company. And I still have that passion. I'm a fitness fanatic. I love to work out, all of that good stuff. But through several me, you know, dealing with hormone change mm-hmm. and getting blood work and starting to understand all the things, you realize like too many people look at their health or things wrong in a silo. You know, they look at a symptom and they just want to fix that symptom. And when you learn that we all need to understand everything in our life, everything in our body is connected. Emotions are connected to the symptoms that we have. And I love that you said symptoms are a form of communication because now I, 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 I don't know if, if you agree with this, but I used to take my symptoms personally. I would get mad at my symptoms. Mm-hmm. I was mad at the headaches. Yes. I was mad at, certainly mad at anything that was aesthetically displeasing, you know, the skin bumps. And mm-hmm. I would like 
Okay. I'm not even going to lie to you. When, when I would get these bumps, they were like bullets under the skin there. They were not pimples. You could not pop them. Believe me. I tried to pop them. I, sometimes they would creep up onto my face and I would literally get so frustrated and want them to go away. I would take a tack and stick them in, stick them in. That's mm-hmm. so horrible. And I would, you know, I'm, I'm trying to squeeze it and there's nothing in it. They're rock hard. And yeah. that's why I have scars over my neck. So I'd get mad where now I'm starting to go when, when something's coming up on my neck like that, that it, that when I run my hand over it, it hurts. And the, the pain shoots up into the nerves in my head and my skull. That's my body going, hello, <laughs> there's something going on down here. Like I'm starting, it took me a while to realize, like, give myself compassion. My body is, but I would, I used to get mad at myself and then I would stress out. So I love, that's a really good thing to, to close on because so many of us, we get mad at when our body isn't acting the way we want it, we want it to, when we can't lose weight, when we have chronic situations, instead of going, my body's trying to tell me something. Let me give it some love and compassion. Let me calm down and, and let me investigate. And because there is an answer to everything. And sometimes it's certainly far better to start looking at your life, that big picture, like you said, the mind, the body, your stress levels. Are you happy? Um, How are your relationships? How's your sleep? How are you taking care of yourself? When was the last time you got your nails done or went for a massage or, you know, gave yourself 10 minutes of silence? Look at that big picture as opposed to just going to the doctor and going, give me another drug. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people relying on drugs to fix things. Do you see a lot of people that come to you? Cause I'm thinking of several people in my life who will say to me, well, I'm on this drug for cholesterol. I'm on this drug for migraines. I'm on this drug for weight loss. And it's, you know, Xanax I'm on mm-hmm. this drug and, and I, then I'm on a diet pill and then I'm on this. And they're on like four different pharmaceuticals, all of which have a host of tremendous side effects And then, you know, like one of these people I'm thinking about in particular, she's like, if I eat a salad, I'm running to the bathroom with diarrhea Mm -hmm. afterwards. And I'm like, I I realize that's bad. Like, you know, but they don't want salad's fault. Yeah. And they say, I can't eat vegetables because they make me sick. Yeah. They say that. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Very close people to me have, I have several who say that. Well, let um, me ask you this. Um, I'm I'm so sorry that like we we do. I have to close up because I have. <laughs> no, it's okay. I would just, talk all day. <laughs> but no, we're totally going to have you back on because I think we. I really want to you know pick up where we left off here and start talking about you know you know maybe we do a whole show just on detoxification and, and what what some of that looks like and and then I want to talk about Reiki and I want to have you back on our business series, um, but. For everybody who's listening, who's maybe starting to get a, a grasp of like, okay, I do need to start it, looking at my life and stop just getting pills for some of these symptoms. And, you know, I mean, it's so inspirational to hear your story of everything that you were diagnosed with and how your life looked and how you, by making diet and, and lifestyle changes progressively over time, you're a completely different person. You're healthy. You're happy. I mean, you can just... I can hear you talking. You're so articulate. You're so smart. You have a whole business. That's wonderful to hear. So my question to you is, a lot of people listening are like, probably going to be impacted by this interview. What would you say to people who know they're dealing with a lot of crap, you know, like their mind body is off. They're probably on a lot of drugs for various issues, right? And they know they need to get started. What, 
do you have anything that like anybody you would recommend, like get started with these lifestyle tips, like right away? I know that's a blanket statement or a blanket question, (laughs) but Um, what do you recommend? I mean, where do people get started? Is it, is it, I mean, obviously we're going to link up to your stuff, to your website and the show notes so that, because I know you have, I'm guessing online services, but you know, where do people get started? Well, I mean, ultimately it's, you're through this journey that we all, not all of us, but many of us with chronic illness and disease and issues taking place throughout our lives, it's, you know, designed to connect us more deeply with our own intuition. So I think when people want to get started looking and searching out for practices that can help deepen that, um, for me, it was yoga. I understand that's not for everybody, but I started taking yoga classes at the local YMCA, and that's where I learned. um, Eventually, I was like, wow, my favorite part of the class is the meditation at the end. Maybe I should be meditating. (laughs) And I hear a lot of people saying, they say they can't meditate. I'll recommend things like um, a sound bath. Where I am here in Tidewater, Virginia, we have local groups who do like singing bowls and group meditations and all kinds of things like that. Um, You know, if you do want to seek out a holistic practitioner, they can really help there. But, you know, even just something like walking on the beach, connecting with nature, spending moments in solitude and um, just listening to yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is hard to create a statement that everybody, but um, for me, that's what I needed to do because I was doing, doing, doing for all these other people. And I completely had lost myself in it. And Mm -hmm. my identity was tied into that. And so during my whole healing journey, that identity got ripped away from me so that I could find out who I really was. Um, And you're speaking about my voice and everything. Like my voice was different. Everything's changed. My voice has, my face looks different. And I don't mean by aging. (laughs) There's just like light in my face that didn't used to be here. But I think what you just said is, you know, I I understand I did ask you a tough question, like tell everybody where they start. I mean, honestly, (laughs) everybody has such a different health situation, but I think that's a good answer too, because of this, you know, I'm not, we're not saying starting down this path of what I would call awareness and kind of slowing down your life. Because truthfully, I think so many of us could benefit strictly from becoming more aware of how we live, how stressed out we are, mm-hmm. um, how what's our sleep like? Like most people are not really paying attention to, you know, hey, like little things. I remember one of the times I said to Steve, I'm like, you know what I want for Saturday? Because he said, what do you want to do today? And I said, I just, you know what I need? I need a Saturday where even if it's fun stuff, we don't get up, get dressed, go work out, come back from yeah. work, go to lunch, come back from lunch. And then we're like, okay, we're going to be going to a movie tonight at eight. So then we're going to go out to eat at six. <laughs> and then after that, you're just literally boom, 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 boom. Go, and go, go, of, go, 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 yeah, go. <laughs> none of that's bad. But when you suddenly realize like we never veg out, we, ne- mm-hmm. and so for me, that was, that was one of the awareness things of like, Hey, maybe it's okay this Saturday if we just take a couple hours and we both read our books. And, you know, so for you, for, I think that's actually a good practice. Like you're starting, if, if you're listening to this and you're realizing that maybe uh, some big lifestyle changes are in order, the first thing to do is to become more slowed down and more present in your life. So you can see like, do I ever have stillness? Do I ever have time for myself? Do I ever rest? Do I ever, 
you know, maybe you're a mom and you're, which is very common. You're putting everybody's needs before yourself. Um, you're putting your needs last and you don't remember the last time you read a book or had a hot bath, just mm-hmm. awareness. So I honestly, I think that was a really good answer and I totally put you on the spot and I didn't mean to. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's good. I was just trying to think like, what, how do you access, because that to me and what I've learned in working with people is all of this stuff that happens to us when we get sick, it has purpose. Like where yeah. I am now, I am in full gratitude of everything that has happened to me. I would do it again <laughs> if I had to, to get to where I am now. Like if it, this were taken from me, I had to start, I'd still do it um, because I understand what it was ultimately showing me and bringing into my life. It was worth it completely. Um so, it, and in order to get there, I had to get to know myself, mm-hmm. um, and that's so important. But also, you know, in terms of making changes, where to start, if it's food-related, I tell people, start with breakfast. Just start there. Um, make some little changes. You know, maybe do a smoothie instead of, you know, a really heavy cooked meal first thing in the day, and then just go from there. Um, it's so funny baby that you steps. That because <laughs> I had another guy um, who was on the show and he what he's a uh, he focuses on dry eye syndrome or I don't know if it's a syndrome, but you know he was talking about the fact that you know it was really informational for me. I learned that you know I don't have dry eye, so I haven't had to deal with it. But um, you know he said when people put drops in their eyes, it's really just like taking aspirin for a headache. You're not really dealing with why you have dry eye, and mm-hmm. and that it's it's caused by you know and we got into the whole autoimmune and inflammation and, and I'm like, so, okay, well, how do you start, you know, how do you work with your patients? Cause they, you know, he was saying like 30 million people have this dry eye syndrome and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, we work on food changes and food changes will end up helping them with their dry eye. And usually it will help them with all of these other autoimmune issues. And he said the first area that he has them make change is breakfast. Cause he said, yeah. Typically, if you're eating a typical American breakfast, it's high sugar, high processed food, lots of breads, lots of grains, and he has them substitute a green smoothie. Um, so, and and he says it just that change. He goes, I tell them that for the you know first five to seven days, you will hate me. You're going to hate the taste of the smoothie. You're going to hate me. You're going to miss all of your carbs. But then day seven, you'll feel this. It's just fascinating. So um, he's right. It sets the tone for the day. Yeah, and you can it, start it that way. And then you change. You your tastes your tastes do change. I have a sweet tooth, but my tastes have changed and you will acclimate and start to like and and like we said at the beginning of the show, there's just there's so many amazing foods out there and foods that are good for you and combinations. It's about getting creative. Um, but we just started this conversation. So we for sure, Jeanette, need to have you back on. Um but I would for love now, to be back. Yes, we definitely have to do this. Um, tell people and we'll link this up in the show notes of course where they can find you online. Okay, well, so my website is www.askalonnaturopathic.com. And should I spell that? No, because I'll just do it in the show. Okay, okay, good. (laughs) And then, so Askalon, Askalon Naturopathic, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I even have a Pinterest account where I've pinned a lot of different like meal ideas, stuff pertaining to food, smoothies, teas, all kinds of stuff. And then I also have a Reiki Facebook page and you can learn about my Reiki practice on my website. Um, But the Reiki Facebook page is called Cosmic Reiki. I want to have Reiki done so bad. 
Is that it's what you amazing. call it? You have Reiki done? Is that what you call it? Is um, that- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's a therapy or a treatment. Okay. Um, I just, so I teach it as well. And I just had a student the other weekend and she was working on me, practicing on me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I always forget how nice it feels to have someone <laughs> work on me because I just felt, I don't want to say I felt like I was drugged, but um, oh, I just got so relaxed and rooted down and um felt incredibly peaceful. It's a wonderful energy to work with if you're ever drawn to it. I'm very much considering all of the things, you know, this whole chronic pain experience really opened my eyes further to how we live our lives and, um, you know, how, like you said, you know, how our attitudes when we're stressed. I mean, I got myself so worked up in the midst of this because I was so stressed that I couldn't work and that I couldn't work out. And so, you know, it brought up a lot of just extra emotions that I wasn't aware of. Like it was really hard for me to accept help from my man. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to be self-reliant. It was very hard for me to be a burden. I, I, I thought I was a burden. I feel I'm, I'm a burden. So, you know, it was, I had to, to learn how to deal with things. And now I'm just open to more like, I want, I don't want my life to be filled with stress. I want my life to be filled with gratitude and joy. And when you're in that place, your health, you start to once you go down this path, people, you will start to get, and this, these types of conversations won't sound so woo-woo to you. It won't sound like, <laughs> what is she talking about? Like high vibration. One of the first people I interviewed on the show, um, I'm going blank on her name, Green Smoothie Girl, um, Robin Openshaw, <laughs> and she was talking about high vibrational life. And I remember thinking, oh my God, really? And now I get it. Like I really, yeah. it's all it's connected. About choosing what's in alignment. Um, with what feels good. Like we learn how to listen to what feels good mm. as we're given these choices and use our discernment. And the more you keep practicing at it and you just keep choosing that higher option each time. Um, yeah. It lifts your whole vibration, like your, your frequency of your body. And um, that's where I am now. I'm in that place where I'm experiencing joy on a regular daily basis. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I drive by and I see like a cute plant or something in somebody's yard and yeah. I get really excited. It's stuff like that. I'm just very happy to be here. Um, and it sounds crazy to people. <laughs> I remember hearing other people talk about it when I was down in the dumps and all of that. And um, I was like, oh, you're just, yep. you're making me nauseous. Like, uh, <laughs> I just want to be grumpy and depressed all the time, but exactly. um, yeah, no, I, I feel really good. On, I put something up on my um, Instagram and I think I'm going to have to just like regularly put this up because I saw it from somebody else and they just said, you know, there's, there's a common phrase out there, you know, don't take career or business advice from somebody who's, you know, making less money than you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you take advice from financial advice from somebody who's making less money or who's less successful? And really similarly, the same thing, like, why would we let either people tell us what to do or why would we let their opinions and skepticism and discouragement and doubt and making fun of the things. If you look at that person and they're crabby, unhealthy, bitter, angry, all they do is sit and watch Netflix and eat chips and drink beer. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I going to let that infiltrate my life when, you know, for me right now, I have so many people in my life that are into personal development, growing spiritually, emotionally, physically, treating their bodies like a temple, helping other people do that. I don't care who makes fun of me. I don't care who thinks that it's woo woo. I don't because I know. And I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be happy and helping other people and living out loud and doing all I can. And if, 
if that gets on someone's nerves, go on with your bad, badass, bitter <laughs> self. Have at it. Yeah, we're all allowed to do and live as we want. I just, I'm like that too. I'm like, you guys go ahead. People choose to go back into mainstream health, all that. I don't judge at all. I'm just, you know, enjoying mm-hmm. my experience. Exactly. We'll guide as I'm asked to. Cheers to happy people. That's all I have to say. Yep. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Jeanette, thank you so much for being on the show today. We will for sure have you back on. For everybody listening, I will link up to everything um, that we talked about and referenced in today's show and other episodes maybe that I've mentioned as well at thekellyoshow.com. If you have any questions for us when we have Jeanette back on the show, you know, once you go take a look at her website, her blog, everything, if you want us, if you have questions about Reiki, I certainly do. I've been wanting to get this, you know, like venture into Reiki world for years. Um, And I've had more people mention it in the past six to nine months than I can possibly imagine. So write to us at, um, you can just use the contact me form over at kellyalexa.com and that will get to me and my team. You can also use that same uh, method of reaching out if you want to inquire about um, advertising on the show, or if you're inquiring about, uh, you know, recommending somebody that we interview on the show as well. So again, Jeanette, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next time on the Kelly O show. Everybody, thanks so much for listening. This marks the end of our interview with Jeanette Huber. I hope you enjoyed it. Of course, we will link up to everything mentioned in this show in the show notes over at thekellyoshow.com. If you have any questions for me on this episode, on the future episode, when we have Jeanette back to interview her about her business, about general business questions. Um, You know we're doing this business series. It's really taking off. Of course, there's never been a better time, all things considered, with this crazy coronavirus world we're living in to be looking at um, alternative ways or additional ways to make income. So I encourage you to listen to all of these episodes. And if you have specific questions that we can cover in future episodes we're going to have in the business series, don't hesitate to reach out. We will never mention your name unless you give us explicit permission on the show. Um, And if you would like to nominate yourself, if you're a successful entrepreneur, business owner, um, someone who's got a great side hustle and you want to share your story and inspire other women, nominate yourself. I'd love to interview you on the show in that business series. For this and any other inquiries, such as advertising opportunities, such as working with us in general, and if you would like to nominate anybody to be interviewed on the show or yourself, just use the contact me form over at kellyalexa.com. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with your friends and colleagues and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It helps the show get seen and heard by more people, and it means so, so much. I sincerely appreciate it. Have a great rest of the week, you guys. We'll see you soon. Stay healthy.